Good morning, Unity of Gaithersburg. Hi. I want to really give a thank you to the search team and to the board, especially for the last few days that we spent together. It's been fabulous. My wife, Akosua, and I have really enjoyed getting to know you and getting to know this beautiful city and this beautiful sanctuary. There are things going on in the world that may cause us to have some fear, right? And maybe even feel a little powerless. Yeah. And I'm wondering if you felt that way, like in the last day, week, or 24 months. Long time, right? When we wear these masks, I think I took mine off. Yeah, I did. There it is. It's <laughs> like, is it hanging off my ear? <laughs> it's really the, the mic. But I felt that way recently when, when I saw the bombed maternity uh, hospital in Maripol, Ukraine. And as I watched the video, walking down the steps, from the bombed rubble was Mariana. She was wearing pajamas with big black polka dots on them. And there was a little blood at her temple and it was cascading down, down her eye and onto her face. And she walked boldly. And I thought, what an interesting look she had. I was also wondering if anyone could stand in their power, even when people or situations seem to be more powerful than them. It takes determination, surrender, and spiritual wisdom to stand in our power. Now, walking out of the hospital, Mariana had the determination to stand in her own power, and it, just the image of her pajamas with big black polka dots. You know those pajamas everyone wears nowadays for clothes instead of to sleep in? <laughs> I don't really understand it, and you won't find me like that except for maybe on Christmas Day if, if we have a Christmas pajama party on Sunday. But there she was, Baby and Toll, with this bold look of determination. Yeah. And when she left there, she ended up somewhere else. And within 48 hours, her daughter, Veronica, was born. Her name in Latin means, she who brings victory. True image. In Keep a True Lent, which is a book that is often used in Unity during Lent, Charles Fillmore, our co-founder of Unity, said this, when one understands the power of words spoken in spiritual consciousness, the results are in fulfillment of divine law. You see, there is power in the words defined as Veronica's name, listen to them. 
she who brings victory. She who brings victory. True image. True image. Now, Veronica was created in the true image and likeness of God. And so are we. When we stand in our power, we are able to use our voice, this voice, even when we don't think we have one. Standing in her power, Mariana gave voice to the voiceless by declaring the, her daughter's name, Veronica, meaning she brings victory. Now, isn't that interesting that she would name her daughter that when we don't really know if that's what's going to happen in Ukraine, and yet we know. We know that, that it's been said the people there are like David and Goliath, right? Like this small group of mighty people in this big group of other people. How can that happen? I think it takes determination. A surrendering of one's self, you know, that finite self, and spiritual wisdom. Now, power is one of the 12 powers we study in unity, and the location of, po of power in our body is the throat, right here. The color is purple, and the disciple represented by power is Philip. So I often say, purple power Philip. That's how I learned it. <laughs> now you can too. And it's also, um, we tend to really highlight power in the month of May. We're just going to highlight it now in March. We can direct our thoughts with the use of power. We represent the power of God in action. Now, Charles Fillmore goes on to write these words in in keep a true Lent, he said, when we demonstrate our power, there is a certain vibration and energy coming from within us. It opens the door to the formless and gives it expression. Mariana opened the door by giving form to the voiceless. Now, as we practice being an expression of God, there is a depth we feel and remember. Now, I'm going to invite you to say a couple of words and just be with me. I'm going to say it first and then invite you to say it with me. I am created in the image and likeness of God. Together, I am created in the image and likeness of God. Now, I want you to put your fingers right here, right here in the front of your is, this is where your larynx is. And now say this again. I am created in the image and likeness of God. Do you feel the vibration? You feel it. Let's do it one more time and have your fingers go in just a little deeper, but not enough to hurt. All right. Let's say it again. I am created in the image and likeness of God. That's the vibration. That is the vibration that is vibrating every time we speak. That is the vibration that is the highest of all vibrations. 
And in The Twelve Powers of Man, Charles Fillmore wrote this book also, he said, through the vibrations of power in the throat, one can feel the power of unity with the higher self more quickly than in any other way. But what happens when we don't feel that way? When we don't speak, there is no vibration. So if you were to put your fingers back up to your throat now and you're not talking, you're not going to feel it. It's not, it's, you're just not going to feel it because that action isn't happening. This happened to Dr. Maya Angelou. After she was molested as a little girl, she was around seven or eight years old, and her molester was killed. She stopped speaking for five years because she thought that her voice, the words in her voice, caused him to die. The same thing happened to me as a child. I was around seven or eight. And I remember it very clearly, up the stairs, in a bedroom. Now, I didn't stop speaking. I just didn't tell. I didn't tell, and then I forgot. I disassociated from that. And I would often disassociate from many feelings in my body until after I got sober in 1994 and started working on my inner self. And then my sponsor, well, she would tell me to do things. And she kind of told me that I should go to Unity. And I said, no, I don't want to go. I'm not doing that traditional God up in the sky thing. I can't do that because they judge me or they shame me or something that has happened. But because I was willing to listen to her and do whatever she, she said, I really was interested in her recovery and how it could assist me. I went. And my entire family, my children, we loved it. And I've been going ever since. And here I am. Alice Walker, who wrote The Color Purple, some of you may know, she stated these words. The most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. I didn't think I had any power. I was not aware of my own power at that time, but I needed to change my thinking. Now, this is the third week in Lent. And we can look at Lent with an acronym. I have lots of acronyms for Lent, but here's the one for today. Let's embrace new thoughts. Let's embrace new thoughts. See, I needed to make a change. I needed to have some different thoughts for myself. But how did, how did Mariana do this? She did it by naming her daughter Victor Veronica. I keep wanting to say Victoria. Naming her Veronica. How did Maya Angelou do this? By becoming a prolific writer, poet, and orator. Orator. I got that right. <laughs> now, how can I do this? 
So whenever I wanted to do something, I would look at Jesus and wonder, what would Jesus do? Well, he had this intuitive knowing that something was going to happen. He took his disciples up to the Mount of Olives. Now, the Mount of Olives at that time was, it was up a mountain, and it was full of olive trees. The other thing about the Mount of Olives is that part of it was an ancient Jewish burial ground. And it had been that way for at least 3,000 years. There's also over 150,000 tombs there. And many people went there to pray. And Jesus prayed there a lot during his ministry. And so he knew he needed to pray because something was going to happen. Perhaps you'll guess. In the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verses 41 and 42, the writer stated, Then he withdrew them from, then he withdrew from them about a stone's throw. Now, a stone's throw is if you took a stone and went like that. So do like that. Just do that gesture. So it's about as far as you can imagine. That's as far as he went. He knelt down and he prayed. Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Yet, not my will, but yours be done. You see, Jesus knew he was going to die. And I guess in those moments, he was feeling like he was in a little bit of turmoil. I guess in those moments, he was feeling a little powerless. Like, why do I have to do this? Can't you take it, this cup for me and give it to somebody else? <laughs> Jesus surrendered with those words. And all sense of powerlessness left. It took determination, surrender, and spiritual wisdom for Jesus to stand in his power. From that moment, he uttered those words, let thy will, not mine, be done. He stood in his power. Jesus realized that that power was already within him. And it further explains this in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, by stating, Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine. So with the beautiful song we heard this morning, when we learn the ways of the wise one, we can actually see how this happened with Mariana, Maya, and also me. You see, the spiritual power, the spiritual attribute of power is located in the center of the throat, like I told, suggested. And when anyone feels powerless, it's difficult and often impossible to speak. It is there, in, in those moments, what, what is happening is there's an energetic blockage. Now, we can, we can look at electricity to help us out here. So when you go into a room and it's dark, you turn on a switch, right? Turn it on, 
all of a sudden, let there be light. But what happens when it doesn't come on? There's a blockage. But in the blockage, it's not that the electricity has stopped. It's always there. It's always there. And what would happen is you might hire an electrician like myself to come and take care of the blockage. Will you please find out why my light is not working? And I'll walk over to the light and notice that on, you, you know, the, um, uh, like in your kitchen where you have those little buttons that you push for the um, GFCI, ground fault circuit interrupter. Wow, so it's not pushed. So I push it, and all of a sudden, the electricity is flowing. Now, the blockage can be more than that. It could actually be something going on in the wires, and, you know, an electrician may have to get up there and, and do some changes. But this is the same thing that happens when we feel powerless, when we feel like, you know, we're not good enough, or we're not measuring up, or all of those negative kinds of words. And in the revealing word, it says that we must plant seeds of possibility and harvest joy. So when we do this, and we, we, we're like the gardener that, that blooms the things that we grow in the soil, we move out those things that are not serving us anymore. We remove the blockages that are there. When we stand in our power, we are able to clear the blockage so spirit can flow. You see, spirit never stops flowing. It is always there. Spirit never stops flowing. It is always there. It is us. There is something within us that causes the blockage to happen. When that flow is unimpeded, it can be just like, like what we saw in Mariana, in Maya, myself, and Jesus. That it's then easy to speak those words, to think those thoughts of positivity and well-being. So when we look at our thoughts, we can also look at the third basic unity principle. And on the Unity of Gaithersburg, Gaithersburg's website, it states... We create our life experiences through our way of thinking. We create our life experiences through our way of thinking. So I needed to change my thoughts. And I'm guessing that many of us needed to do that too. And perhaps we learned it with like a basic unity principle or some type of class, like what's going to happen with the SEE in the field week, June 5th through 11th. That we come to those classes and discover better ways to live. With determination, surrender, and spiritual wisdom, let's remember these words as we continue to move through this Lenten season. Let's embrace new thoughts. When we grow through what is happening in our lives, we become like that uh, seed that is sprouting, that is sprouting up, and that the beauty of it is all of it and not part of it. 
We become the rose, but we're not just the rose. We're actually the rose and, and, and the vines of the rose and even the thorns. Because if there weren't thorns in the rose, the rose couldn't become a rose. It's all part of one package. I want you to know you can stand in your power because there is a presence within you, that presence of God, that presence of the divine one, because we are created in the image and likeness of God, and that's just the way it is. So stand in your power, letting nothing hold you back. Stand in your power, knowing this too shall pass. Stand in your power, changing your thoughts. Stand in your power by embracing new thoughts. Stand in your power with determination. Stand in your power by surrendering all. Stand in your power with spiritual wisdom that is within you. Just stand. Just stand. Just stand. And when each of us realize and recognize there's the Spirit of God within us, that that gives us divine power. We can stand boldly in this power like Mariana with her pajamas with big black polka dots. We can stand in our power like Dr. Maya Angelou. We can stand in our power like Jesus. All we have to do is stand. Now, I have an affirmation. I'm going to say it once and then invite you to say it with me. Here it goes. I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. Let's say that together. Okay, you guys are with it already. Let's say it again together. I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. Put some life in it. Let's say it again. I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. Mm -hmm. So I invite you to just take a breath, returning to our breath as we bring our energy down and inward. Taking a pause between the words, I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. Allow these words to vibrate from your throat where we spoke them down into your entire body. I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. And as we relax into the nothingness of the now, we allow these words to move through us in these magnificent and wonderful ways. I am a powerhouse of possibilities. And in this moment, we come apart for a while, imagining ourselves a stone's throw away 
from our good. That as we recognize the spirit alive in us, we stand in our own power. And in this now moment, we release and let go anything, releasing any fears, releasing any sense of powerlessness, releasing anything that has us not be in alignment with the true power we are. The true image. Standing in victory. Our true image is that of the divine. And as we we rest in this assurance, we take these words with us in the silence. I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. In the silence, we join our hearts together. In the silence, in the silence, we meet our good, God the good omniscience. powerhouse. I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. Let these words be your own. I am a powerhouse filled with possibility. And in this expanded state of consciousness we bring into our hearts and minds Mariana her baby Veronica the people of Ukraine and people 
all over the world who just want to be loved. May our love travel over the mountains, throughout the universe, and then come back to us. We are who we've been waiting for. We pray this in the name and through the nature of the Christ presence within. And so it is. And so we let it be us. Amen. Amen and amen. And now if you could gently bring yourselves back to the space and time. If your eyes are closed, just gently open them and notice the love that is seating next to you. Just notice the love. That the love is right here because we brought it here. We are the love. So it is. Namaste. Namaste.